Happy Friday, guys, and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Dubs. I'm your host, Bill T. Another Friday, another great podcast for you guys. And today, I'm in the studio with George T, and we're going to be doing a little bit of a wrap-up podcast. But before we get into that, don't forget, if you want to get some of your loved ones a Christmas present, don't forget to go to letstalkdubs.com. Click on the store and pick out a cool sweatshirt for this winter. And if you pick out a cool sweatshirt and you purchase something from the store, you get a shot on the podcast. So that's uh, that's a double bonus. It's almost like a two for one, right? So uh, don't forget to support your favorite podcast as well as support those that support Let's Talk Dubs. Go to bwtrendsmagazine.com and subscribe today to BW Trends Magazine. Also, our guys at Ross Wolf. Go check them out today at Ross Wolf. We're going to be talking about them a little bit in the podcast coming up. But uh, go to Ross Wolf dot com and pick up some new stuff they just came out with these new cool plug wires that look like vintage plug wires but they're 7.7 millimeter high performance plug wires and look like a throwback uh woven set of plug wires so check them out go to rosswolf.com today so on today's podcast we're going to discuss a lot of different things we're going to look back at this year in review as well as discuss a letter that i received for uh someone's feedback on the one crazy weekend so and the way that we do it here there's no holds barred and i'll let you guys know everything that's going on so we'll be discussing that on the podcast as well as project status on different things and plenty of other things so be ready for it because it's happening it's about that time we're getting ready to start the round table on let's talk dubs you probably don't know that there's a new Volkswagen out that doesn't look like a Volkswagen. George T. Bill T. What up? Living the dream, brother. Living the dream. <laughs> that's, it. that's it, man. That, that's the fire you bring today. All right. Well, uh, welcome to the podcast today, everybody. We're going to be doing a lot of stuff. <coughs> Excuse me. We're going to be doing a lot of stuff today. Um, a lot of reviews, a lot of discussions about several things, and maybe even touch on some uh, some user emails or some listener emails and we'll go through some of that stuff so but uh most importantly today uh we're gonna kind of review this year what took place this year some of our uh things that we enjoyed that we're gonna talk about um the power tour that i just recently did lots of stuff to discuss this podcast we'll start with that power tour since it's fresh yeah so don't run away there i know there's one guy that sent me a thing he says i hate the round tables (laughs) what what happens is when george and i get a little back and forth and you can tell that we've got difference of opinions on something this guy didn't appreciate it and he's probably because he's you know he's pro bill and didn't like pro bill guy didn't like some way jumping on bill a little bit but it's okay that's what brothers do and that's and we're uh, and, and i'm okay with it so uh, stick around. Trust me, you'll What's enjoy. What's funny is I hear about ninety five percent the opposite. You'll like, enjoy. I love it when you and Bill aren't together. Well, yeah, That's I, what I, I hear all the time. I hear a lot. I hear a so lot. So whoever that guy was, sorry, buddy. <laughs> but hey, hang on. You'll want to listen to this podcast. It's pretty good. But we're going to kick it off talking about um, the power tour. So earlier, uh, a couple episodes ago, we ended up. Uh, a couple episodes ago, we talked to AJ Sims and Anton Walker, and they did the Sick Week with them, uh, with which is done by Sick the Magazine. Was, I'm sorry, 
Sick the magazine does Sick Week. They do all kinds of sick this, sick that. They did Death Week, which mm-hmm. was like uh, five or six tracks in six or seven days. And the way that they do it is much different than the Power Tour. Uh, and I'll kind of discuss the differences between the two. And I was a little bit envious of that. And then I thought, man, I really would love to do something like that. So I could see, you know, because this whole thing, part of what, what I do, what we've tried to create, with and and my vision behind the one crazy weekend was like a interactive in your car type of event like try to capture that vibe that we had Correct. on bull run which like bull run is hugely a very small taste of it right yeah. it's hugely unrealistic for most people to disappear for a week or so and do something like that and or 24 days yeah and and even like the power tour and stuff like that so the power tour that came up i saw it coming up and and somebody had told me about it they said yeah power tour west is gonna be the first time they're doing it in 20 years and for those of you guys that don't know the power tour is it is not the same as sick week and drag week and stuff like that is it is distinctly different. And what makes it different is it's less about the racing and more about the car show. It's like a rolling car show type thing. So, um, which is, which is kind of cool. And I'll give you my impressions on it because obviously, you know, I had, I had a, a few different cars I could pick to take on. I even had a V8 I could have taken on it because, I have the curse of the Riviera that sits in my driveway now freshly on airbags. And just as I thought it's all dialed in, I looked underneath it and there's a little bit of water from the radiator. So I'm hmm. super stoked about that. The curse continues. So um, I decided to take the double cap. So I thought what would be, I'm sure there have been people that have been on it and bugs and stuff like that. And as a matter of fact, Alex Taylor, the girl that is on that uh, hot rod garage, I think with uh, lucky Acosta, the girl, she's a drag racer. Mm-hmm. She pulled up at Irwindale in a bug, which I thought was super cool. And I thought, you know what? I thought like, oh, yeah, she's cool car chick, whatever, like typical TV cool car chick. Then I thought to myself, if she drives a Volkswagen, she's a whole nother level. She's going to be a little bit cooler. She's a no, 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 no. But hear me out. She's a whole nother level of cool car chick. Why? Because if you're down enough to drive a Volkswagen, I, I know a lot of people that are car people that they can't get in a car without a clutch and drive it. You know what I mean? Like a broken clutch cable. They're, they don't know how to drive it. They're, they're yeah. not used to that program. And if you're a Volkswagen enthusiast, that's going to happen to you and you're going to need to learn how to drive. And I thought, well, if she drives a Volkswagen, she can figure out how to shift any car because mm-hmm. good luck with that with most old Volkswagens. And then just the fact that she came cruising, it was a pretty ratty kind of busted up bug that's uh, for sure a project car. But I was much, much respect for her when I saw her cruising in an old, uh, like it had an early 60s bug, like 62, 63, I'm not sure. I was going to chat with her a little bit, but everybody fanboys around her stuff, and so I was just like, yeah, yeah no big deal. Um, so with Power Tour, you know, the the my friend told me about it, and <clears throat> and so when I started thinking about it, I think it may even have been AJ told me about it. He says, yeah, they're going to be doing a Power Tour West, and I thought, That'd be cool. Where's it going? He goes, it's, it's, it's super short this year. He says it's Irwindale. So it was Irwindale, Vegas to Pomona. And then I was talking to a buddy of mine and, and my buddy, and my buddy, Adam Wick. And he's like, dude, I would drag race Pomona just to say I drag race Pomona because there's even guys that unless you're in some kind of NHRA finals, usually you're not going to run Pomona because Pomona, because the, the, I'm assuming because the, because the city congestion, all that stuff, there's very few races they do at Pomona. And when they do the races, they're usually like it's in a series where they don't do like a test and tune Friday night or stuff like that. I don't think so. So they just said it's really, it's a really not all drag racers get to race at Pomona. So if you get a chance to do it, do it. So it's a bucket list. kind of thing. <clears throat> Correct. So I thought, yeah, that'd be cool, man. And you know what? 
I'm like, I was a little nervous to take the bug and then it, 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 not the bug, but the double cab. And then it was like, I started going back and forth. I thought, I thought, okay, I'll take Friday off. We'll drive down there. And then I thought, I'm going to drive down there and Sunday I got to drive there, drive back. And I'm like, I'm all down to drive the bus, but driving the bus 20 hours in two and a half days is it's a lot of driving. The bus is not, if it was my bug, different story. My Gia, different story. They're comfortable. You can drive them. Buses, not as comfortable as a sedan, right? So I was like, I thought, well, the first thing I'm, I thought, I'm going to put the bus on the trailer. I'm going to take the trailer down and drop it off. Because that's why I put on my Facebook. I said, anybody near Pomona where I could store a truck and trailer. And I was going to drive it down. And then I thought, you know what, dude, screw it. I'm going to drive it. So last minute I changed and I said, choice. I'm just going to drive the bus down. Drove the bus down. And you can see the videos on my YouTube channel. Um, and it, by top of Baker grade, it's like 30 at mountain pass. It's like 30 some degrees. I mean, I'm blowing, I'm blowing steam out of my mouth. It's so freaking cold. Um, the bus ran like a, the, the, that's the same motor that we did bull run in. Yeah. It's a bull 2270 run Jake Raby type four that has never had the heads off. Mm -mm. And said valve adjust. My, I think I've done the valves <clears throat> twice or yeah. maybe three times on the car and they were never you know, out. Cause you know, I don't do no valves. Well, they were never out. It's right. like you check them like mm, they're solid. Yeah. And, so that car, I mean, that motor's just been bulletproof. It's caught on fire. I've drag raced it. I mean, I've done, done it all. We did bull run in it. We did yeah. everything. It's been on and a motocross track. Other than it puffing a little bit of smoke on startup, which could be worn valve, stuff like that, yeah. worn valve guys. It's a 20 plus years <clears throat> of hard life, of real T life. It's been lovely cared, lo lovingly cared for. And so that motor's in there so it's not the same but just past couple weeks i, I kind of got a wild hair and i started tightening up little things on the bus uh, not all the things as you'll you'll hear in the story but i got the the throttle pedal dialed in or it was only i knew i was only i was getting less than full throttle come to find i was getting quarter throttle then once i got full throttle now with that 2270 i was like because i switched from my 2600 put the 2270 because the 2600 had to come out because the flywheel started to wobble on it and so i'm getting that redone right now Put the 2270 in there. I was like, man, this thing's a real dog on power, but I was only getting about a, a quarter throttle. So now I got full throttle. The thing is up at him. It's bombing down the road. And in that car, I ran in my bus at the track. I ran in my bus, full stereo, speakers, everything, you know, 150-pound speaker box, all that stuff. In the bull run bus, quarter mile, I ran a 1610 in that bus. And then I thought, well, the double cab's a little lighter. I wonder what I'll run on that thing. Anyway... So I decide I'm cruising that dude down there. So that thing is a champ. Goes down there, no big deal. <coughs> we leave Friday morning. It starts Friday at 9 a.m. at Irwindale. And Irwindale's only an eighth-mile track. And I thought, oh, maybe I'll do that. And then I get there, and I forget that I took the battery strap out for mm -hmm. some reason, right? The custom-made battery strap I made? Yeah. So <laughs> I took the battery strap out. And um, during tech, I didn't have a helmet. And I was like, well, I don't really – because you know me. I'm going to send you, it. Why do you have to have a helmet? It's just what they do. Like if like you have to have a helmet to run, but technically if you talk to the tech guy, if your car is not going to run faster than seven yeah, fifties in the eighth or eight fifties, you don't need a helmet. But no. at any rate, it was a requirement through the hot rod magazine, and all stuff. And so the cost to enter, cause I'm kind of jumping around a little bit. The cost to enter was $200. There was two options, right? My wife was coming with me and they had the regular, and then the VIP package. And listen, when you take your wife with you, maybe you're going to go with the VIP package. And I thought, mm -mm. I thought ah, I should go with the VIP package. And it was 200 bucks for regular package, a thousand dollars for the VIP package. And I thought, what does this thousand dollars get me? 
the thousand dollars got you some extra gifts and different goodie bags and it got you lunch at the at the track each day and i thought we're not doing the thousand dollars. I mean, doing, concession stands are expensive, but no thousand dollars. Oh, and you got VIP parking, so you parked in a special VIP lot up front it was next like to the track, forty yards from where we were parked. By the way, right. And so, <laughs> there's some other stuff, and so I didn't pay for that. My wife ends up. She said, "I looked it up online. It does not sound fun because she realized like it was just going to be driving, driving, driving." Yeah. And so we get to the track. Hanging out, my buddy Brent and I, the bus, I get kind of parked behind this big, like like a literal bus, like a 50s bus that's on a diesel chassis. And I'm kind of by the end of the line. I'm not in the middle. I'm not my main walk space. So the bus is getting attention by everybody that walks by it, but not what I was hoping for, which is like, that's the reason I brought it, to get some attention to a lot of people because it's really cool. It's unique. It's something completely different to be out there. And so, uh, but it was getting some pretty good, I mean, everybody saw it was loving it. And, mm-hmm. uh, so we're there. I mean, the drag racing, it's not like sick week, sick week and drag. week have freaking fast cars that these guys modify them to long haul. Yeah. with. <clears throat> so it's a lot of dudes with El Caminos and Chevelles and all that stuff. And they're out 16 there second runs. and they're out there doing their 15, 16 second quarter miles, which, which what irritated me about that is the bus would have been competitive. Yes. You know what I mean? It would have looked good fighting down the road against these V8 guys. But, uh, and then part of me was like, I don't want, I know, I know what happens when I get behind the line on that car. I'm freaking sending it and I don't want to slip. I don't want to launch the clutch or I don't, I knew there could be trouble if I go to race that thing. Cause you know me, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm got a little bit of it in me, a little bit, bro. So didn't want any of that. So, so I was, you, you I didn't, was kind of relieved. You didn't pass tech. So I didn't even bother teching. Yeah. I didn't bother. I grabbed a tech card. Bother. Well, you told me they let wind let you in because the battery strap. No, no, no. Because they, I looked at I had the tech list and it's like battery strap. Hold on. The first thing you do is go to your battery and move it. And my yeah. battery would just be like, ding, 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 ding. got a floater, guys. So my buddy Brent in his Chevy truck, we went down and he was going to run his Chevy truck. So I said, all right, well, we'll go. And then I went with him to tech and I grabbed an extra tech card. I looked at it. First thing it says battery strap. And I was like, yeah, okay, never mind. And so I don't know. I was kind of a, because I was real nervous. Like I didn't want to beat it up and then try to drive another couple hundred miles the next day. So we hang out the track. He makes a couple passes. What did Brent run in the eighth mile? Uh, he ran an 11 something the first time and a 10 something the second time, which is, which comes out to about a 16 second quarter mile. So I would have been right there with him in the double yeah. cap, which is really what bummed me out. Cause I would have loved to see a picture of both of us racing yeah, for sure. Cause as we were coming down, you know, the double cap is geared so high. And he's got a 700 R4 in that car, which is a four-speed transmission, not like a turbo 400 or turbo 300, which is a three-speed. This is a four-speed, right? Comes out of overdrive. Correct. And he was like, how fast are you going? I'm like, I'm doing 75 GPS. And 75 in the double cab with the trans that I have in there, it's right at about 3,100, 3,200 RPM. And... He's like, my speedo says 90. I'm like, yeah, we're not doing 90. You know, because he's, my buddy's a little more conservative, so he's kind of holding back on it. So, um, and then I'm getting self-conscious because I'm I'm worried that I'm going fast he wants to go. But, you know, I get on the freeway and I'm like, I just want to get there. So we make it there, hanging out, and it's a couple hours and it's starting to get typical. It's like, it's hot, it's asphalt. I've already seen the couple cool things there are. I mean, there's 10 really cool things to see. There's one guy that had this, and it was like a really old, some type of bus, but it wasn't a traditional looking bus. It was real squared, like an international, Mm -hmm. real squared. And it said insane asylum on the side, and it was slammed 
on a dually chassis with a Cummins 12 valve in it. And that freaking thing was rad, dude. And I was talking to the guy and uh, it's airbag that has got the big steelies on it. And I talked to this guy and he said, yeah, it's 650 horsepower. He says, we got a ticket coming through Ohio at 140 miles in mm. <laughs> freaking school. And this thing was dope, dude. Like it was full on. Like it was cool. It was super cool. And so there was a variety of cars there, right? There was a guy with an early 911 that had like uh NACA duck quarter windows in it. And uh, it said the license plates, black California plates said Luft 911. And, you know, he kind of passed me on the way back the, the next day, which I'll get to in a minute. But so that guy was in the VIP section. There's a GT3 in the VIP section. A bunch of, there's a, there was a bunch of nice cars in the VIP section. Um, and... <clears throat> I saw what they were getting for lunch, and it was a box lunch, Jimmy John's, and I thought, bro, I saw it too. I say to myself, eight hundred. Yeah, but they did give him like a, they gave him like a waterproof portable speaker when Mm -hmm. they checked in. Like, here's your thing, and I think everywhere you went, you got like some special gift, Mm -hmm. and it's probably a hundred fifty dollars speaker. I don't know. Either way, look, 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 I like a free speaker. Mm -hmm. So nothing free about when you spend a thousand (laughs) dollars. Correct, correct. Well, you did get a Jimmy John's box lunch, bro. Yeah. So. Um, it didn't look much better than concession stand food. <laughs> it didn't. So we're hanging out for a little bit. And then earlier that week, I joined up the Facebook page and someone said, Hey, if you guys are out here, you might want to come out to Burbank to Bob's big boy because they do a car meet every Friday night. So I thought I told Brent, you know, he's my buddy's a car guy. He's like, dude, do you want to go out to Burbank and just go check out this Bob's big boy? I've never been to this thing and it's supposed to be super cool. It's just like, it's like a cars and coffee, but it's a Friday yeah. night. And it's like your typicals, right? And it's like an original Bob's Big Boy? It's the oldest Bob's Big Boy. And so we drive out to, so it's like 3.30 and I'm like, yeah, bro, this is kind of boring. Like I've, I mean, it's Irwindale. I did everything I want to do. I looked at the midway, the the little midway area where they had all the vendors and stuff was probably like. It was pretty weak sauce. It was was about, yeah, it was about eight eight vendors, eight or nine vendors, nothing, nothing great. And so. I was hoping to see a little bit more with it being Motor Trend magazine. Yeah, That's Motor what Trend, my expectation rod, like, was, right? Yeah. Exactly. So um, check that out. And then we decided to hop in our cars and head to Burbank on Friday at 3 o'clock. So it, was, it wasn't crazy traffic. We were going really, really going the opposite way of traffic. So we went west in the 210, hit the Bob's Big Boy at about 345. So we, we left at about 3 o'clock. It's about 45-minute drive. So... Got there about 3.45, and at 10 to 4, they open up the covered spaces where you can park there and park your car. Like, there's this whole rule that they had. Because I pull up, and there's, like, a couple guys waiting, and there's empty parking spaces. And I'm like, hey, what are we doing here? And like, you're waiting like the rest of us. You know, a typical old guy yeah. that's, like, the old codger. And so there's a parking space, like, in the back. So I just wheel around back and just back into a spot. Like, I don't need front row, you know. Mm-hmm. So... We're hanging out. Uh, we just we park, get to chat with some people. We go in, grab a bite, um, come outside, and the place fills up pretty good. Lots of cool stuff there. One of the cool things that we saw was there's a, a guy there that had an original. If you look on the video, there's an original. There's a gold Shelby Cobra, and it's an original 427 Cobra. One of like one of the only ones known to exist that's that particular like 427 actual race model that you would buy for club racing or whatever and he turned down three million dollars for the car and it's ratty bro like it's the hildebrands the magnesium wheels they're all pitted like like magnesium but he drives it he's got like four or five of them and uh just cool getting talking to him and his ex-wife which she made clear to me several times that she was his (laughs) ex-wife i'm saying i'm not saying she was trying to pick me up but I didn't have my wedding round, bro. I mean, she is a little older, but hey, you know, 
<laughs> but no, she was a nice older lady and she was, and we were just talking back and forth about some stuff. And there was another really cool car there. There was a, there's this guy that was into those four, these Ford headlight Mustangs, right? So they're, they're like the early, like up to 86, I think up to 86 or 87. Mm-hmm. The he, wide body foxes you showed the so picture Yeah, of. this yeah. dude had this wide body fox. It's called an M81 is what it's called. Because when he said the model, he said there's like a Facebook group for it, M81. And it was a, a factory package that you would buy. And it was typically on the four-cylinder turbo SVO Mustangs where they would do a wide body conversion on them. Um, and there they were some made at the factory. They were actually made by McLaren, which I thought was the same McLaren that was for the later model two-seat Mustang Roadsters. Mm-hmm. But that that was just a name purchased by a company to use the McLaren name on those hmm. those other ones. So. And anyway, this guy schooled me about a bunch of stuff, and then I found out the Celine that I had that I sold <clears throat> about two years ago. I sold for seventeen. The guy sold it for thirty. Today, it's worth about fifty. So that's how I do it, baby. You guys want some investment advice? You come see me. I sell just before they hit. Just mm-hmm. before they hit, that's when I let them go. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna when I get sell the Riv, the Riv will be worth a double mm-hmm. two weeks later after I've held on to it for since 1996. So we go to Bob's Big Boy, hang out there for a little bit, and then. Run into some guys from the SV SVR club, which is the uh, Strada Von Rose, which is the Street of Roses club in South Pasadena. Mm-hmm. And so they invite VW us. Club? Yeah, VW club. So like, hey, there's a bunch of guys going to come through here at seven. So if you want, cruise through here. And then we're coming all going to go. Coming to the same Bob's Big Boy? Coming to the same Bob's Big Boy, guys from Burbank. And then they're going to cruise back down to Pasadena. And I said, well, that's perfect. That's on our way back to Irwindale because I got us room in Irwindale. And so... Uh, or Baldwin Park, which is right on the corner. So um, these guys, they have a little change of plans. And then one guy pops in and says, hey, I'm headed that way if you guys want to follow. So we just, Brent and I follow him. So we hang out with those guys. <coughs> They're all super cool. Shout out to those guys, the Pasadena, the Strauss Von Rosa Club. Shout out to those dudes. They were super cool. Uh, they meet up at a uh, Del Taco down there in Pasadena on, uh, I don't know if it's Colorado Boulevard, but they said they were going to cruise Colorado Boulevard, but we got there, hung out for probably about 45 minutes or so. And then Brent and I were just like, let's just head back. So that trip. <clears throat> yeah. Cause you guys day started at 5am or 4. 4, 4 yeah. yeah. So, so now it's like nine o'clock. We head back to Baldwin park to our hotel, uh, crash out. And the plan then is everybody's meeting up at the track at Irwindale at 7am to drive to Vegas. So we get there at 7 a.m. and I wanted to stop at a 7-Eleven or something before we got there. And I said, do you want to stop at a convenience store or just pull off on the way? He's like, we'll just pull off on the way. So we kind of get there, line up. We're like car number 40 in a row. Then a whole bunch more cars come. So there's probably 150 cars, three rows lined up all the way back. Yeah, you'll see in my video. And... <clears throat> There's no one there from Hot Rod Magazine. There's no representation of anybody in charge. There's no, there's no one there from Motor Trend. So everybody's like, well, what are we doing? Are we waiting for somebody or whatever? And then they just decide, okay, it's like 730. We're just going to leave. So there's plenty of cars there, and they just get on the road. So coming to Vegas from Irwindale, you hop on the 605, and you head east to the 210, and then take the 210 to the 15. The route... I, I, was, I didn't ask anybody for the route because I assumed the route was going to be that. <clears throat> but I think the route was something different because everybody's pulling out. And as you pull out of Irwindale, we're pulling out of the entrance that's close to the free one ramp. So it's like you pull out immediate right and then you're now going west on the 605 away from the 210. 
And I, all I can think in my head, because now I'm car 40 in a line of just bumper to bumper, like cars just hitting the freeway. And I'm thinking, some freaking dude probably forgot something at his house and just hopped on the freeway this way. And everybody just followed like lemmings right behind him. And so I'm like, I, I talked to Brent and I'm like, hey, dude, I, I'm just, we're going to get off on this X exit and just flip around because I don't know where everybody's going here, but I still need to stop, get a drink, whatever, and hit the, and get snacks for the road, right? Mm-hmm. So I just flip around and I'm like, this, I don't even understand where they would, like in my head, I'm thinking, are they going back to like the 10 and then the 10 to the 15? Like, it doesn't make any sense why they would do that, but whatever. So we just head back, pull off, get our snacks, whatever, and then get back on the 210 and just take it straight to the 15. By the time we get to the 15, all those same cars there. I was just kind of like, I didn't understand the whole meandering, gerrymandering over to that area. But so you, so now we're caught up with every, so now as we merge onto the 15, I'm seeing hot rods, not some of the same exact cars, but cars. Cause remember there's a couple hundred cars. So now we're running, there's a group of Mopars that I'm with and you know, I'm just cruising and bro coming up the Cajon pass. There's this driving your bus is not a big deal. When you get a strong crosswind, it sucks, yeah. especially going up a grade with a strong crosswind. Time, yeah, yeah just, and I've got that aluminum steel, that, that aluminum steering yeah, wheel Joe's that's racing. got the, yeah, it's a Joe's racing wheel. Like it's not, but I'm, I mean, I got gloves on because it's cold. Mm-hmm. And so now this is how much it's blowing. So the Bull Run bus motor we established is a little bit old. There's a little bit of blow by on it. Well, that blow by drizzles down the oil fill, which then driving it drips it onto the exhaust yeah. right so you get a little bit of burn but it's all behind you i'm coming up that hill that went that crosswind is coming up so hard it is blowing all the air into my heater ducts which are open in the back and all of a sudden the cab of the car has just got this like if you smell my double cab now it smells like engine inside yeah. it that's how hard the wind was blowing which i've never had that experience before like it was like it was so bad when I got back first thing I did is I went and bought freeze plugs and I just put freeze plugs there in go. there and it's done. Like I'm never dealing with that again. Cause it was aggravating and frustrating. And I'm just like, this is unbelievable, dude. Like this thing is just, so I, I I'm a little irritated and it's a sucky drive, man. That drive from, yeah, I don't, I don't care what anybody says. Grade. I love to drive my bus. I hate to drive from here to California cause it is a sucky drive here to salt Lake, 200 Beautiful. miles longer. It's a love great it. drive. The drive from here to LA sucks. You've got, impatient drivers you've got california drivers you've got the roads are all blown out as soon as you pass that state line the roads deteriorate four or five levels that's horrible it's pure in a lowered car it's like you're bouncing all over the place no it's terrible so um but either way i'm i'm getting to i'm having fun and our first stop's like 80 miles away it's it's eddie's world right that big snow cone thing so we head over there get there it's super cool there's 200 cars at Eddie's world and the place is just crawling with cars. People are trying to drive through to get their, uh, people are trying to drive through to get their poker chip. Then there's a huge line at the poker chip. And so I'm just kind of like, ah, this is cool. We'll hang out here for a few minutes and kind of take this in. So I'm not really sure how much fuel I used at this point. And I just, we filled up the night before filled up just outside of South Pasadena, probably drove 10 miles to the, to the, uh, hotel. And then from the hotel, on the way to Irvine and that, or to Irwindale, and then on the freeway to where we're at, like 80 miles away. <clears throat> you want to know what my mileage was? Hmm. 10. Yeah. Driving down there, I was getting 19. Yeah. Driving but back wind, up yeah. with that wind, I need. I took eight gallons of fuel at Eddie's World, which was like at 80 miles. And so 
It's pretty and surprising. I think the gray is more severe coming back. Also coming back well, yeah, to Vegas. I, I think mean, coming up Cajon Pass. Yeah. With, well, this is just all the, the only grade I hit was Cajon Pass. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so uh, it's I a get a big sweeper. Like, I get it's a fuel. big sweeper with a curve. Like, yeah. yeah, it eats up a lot of fuel. So we get get fuel, shoot some video, and then, uh, and it's cool because as I'm down there, there's probably 10 YouTubers that are down there, right? So Flying Sparks Garage is down there, the one with that chick, Emily, and her husband. They work on all kinds of cars. She's cute. And she was like a model and she, but she's, she's tall. She's like five ten, almost six foot. She's there. Um, uh, Lucky Acosta's there. You know, he's doing the drive. Um, yeah, we saw, oh, there's a, uh, who else? There was, um, <clears throat> there was that, that yeah, buddy garage. So that guy's there too. So he built a dually and he's, he's in Florida. So he built this dually. He's got a cool YouTube channel. It's called yeah, buddy. And, uh, built this super cool dually, did, a, did the power tour East <clears throat> and then did the power tour West came out, drove all the way out to the power tour West. And so he had some thoughts on it, which was interesting because I was watching his video. And one of the things that was surprising to me for the $200, I, there's, it's kind of a badge of honor to get the window decal. Mm-hmm. It wasn't included in the $200 Mm-mm. and I'm watching his video. He says, it's really weird. It doesn't, it doesn't come with a window decal because on the East Coast, they did a window decal. Yeah. Like when you enter, you get the window decal. <clears throat> so you had to buy it. So I bought a window decal, and mine was a blem because the one of the holes in the P wasn't cut out on the power nice. door. So I got a one of one. And uh, so I just thought that it just added to the element of like, ah, this doesn't seem. And then when I got there, <clears throat> I make poker chips for our show here. I, I, I go through a poker chip supply company that makes like real manufactures poker clay poker they chips. They feel just like a our poker chips are legit. Like a casino chip. I'm getting a hot rod motor trend poker tour, you know, power tour, power tour yep. chip and <clears throat> Brent's, in, plastic. Brent's in line and I get it and it's like plastic and I'm yeah. like, that's a bummer because this is kind of, it's kind of chintzy, you know, it's like, it's like not a, very expensive to make. Yeah. Well, cause we uh, gave out wagon. You, yeah, bought, you made me a box yeah, of wagon once mine, are, the poker mine cost a, they cost a buck a piece. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. It, it was that, that was another thing that was kind of surprising to me. You know what I mean? Uh, it, I understand for one reason, just because I did come to the Vegas location with you guys. The tracks are expensive. This like to 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 lease the space for all that they probably had twenty grand in that day just to be at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. I'd assume. So if probably. you had a hundred cars paying two hundred bucks, they're barely making it because they have to do four or five tracks. Or, or I'm sorry, two tracks. Irwindale. No, I'm Pomona, saying I'm saying there's a, there's I'm saying there's 200 cars that did the drive times 200 bucks. Mm-hmm. That's 40 grand. I'm sure that they get sponsorship. That, but I'm sure that they get sponsorship the money, right? And I'm sure they get. And there's probably fi- there, there's probably 50 or 60 VIPs. So probably another. Okay. So 100 grand they took for entry fee. They um, spent that easily on tracks. Maybe, but they've got sponsors and stuff. Stickers are expensive. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they were they were twelve dollars. The yeah, window decal 15, was fifteen because I was with Brent when he bought his. Oh yeah, and he didn't know you had bought him one. Yeah, it was fifteen dollars for that window decal, and it's a freaking vinyl cut. <clears throat> yeah, that says. Hot and the Rod ones Power for East Tour. Coast had like all the tracks you stopped at on them. This mm-hmm. just says Hot Rod Power Tour Rod West. Hot Rod Power Tour West twenty twenty three. Twenty twenty three, and from so from my understanding, it was kind of a last minute thing put together. It felt very last minute. And when we, so you, I picked you up on the way. So I'm calling George into town and, you know, we're just having fun, you know, running with these cars. And I'm surprising a lot of people are really surprised. 
And when we got to the gas station, we linked up with uh, AJ Sims. Mm -hmm. And so we're kind of texting back and forth as we're driving. And he's got his two sons with him. And it's uh, basically us three going together. And then we're passing and cars are passing us. And it's cool because there's kind of a hot rod vibe. But it's just it's on the freeway at 70 miles an hour. So it's not like. And when I've seen videos of hot rod, the, the power the power tour East coast. It's mm -hmm. like two lane highways through little towns. People are set up on the side of the road with signs and all that stuff. Do a mm -hmm. burnout, whatever. Like, cause it's little towns. And, and the one guy was saying like, dude, this is the middle of the week. And there's people like, like lots of people lined up cause they know the power tour is coming through and it's just different on the freeway. And this with it's this also a horrible drive that chose. Yeah. And, and, a, and to do the, and to do the same that drive, drive, that's the other problem. To do the same drive twice is yeah. kind of lame, right? So we get here to Vegas, and now I'm beat, dude. I'm like, I'm getting a little bit of a sore throat. I'm kind of, I'm getting a little tired because the day before we kind of pushed it uh, up late, a lot of drive, and that driving just beats you up, man. And especially in the bus, dude, it's not comfortable, dude. It's, it's just not. It's not the same as driving like, you know, a new car or a seat that reclines or whatever. And so. I pull into town and I call you. I'm like, hey, you want to go? Because I've got an extra credential. Since my wife didn't go, I have her credentials and you'll just get in the track with me for free and might as well save yourself that yeah. and just come check it out. So I pick you up and then what's your impression when we go? That was weak sauce. <laughs> I mean, getting Seriously, in the was. track was a whole ordeal. It, it reminded me of hot rod shows. Like V8 shows are just, I'm sorry, they're weak sauce. I have never been into a V8 show. I was like, this is awesome. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. It's that same mentality, that same, like, just played out, just yeah. played out. And all it was was we parked at the parking lot, like, of the track, and the vendor row was six vendors, maybe. Yeah. I think I'm being generous when I say six, because one of them was the Hot Rod merch the booth, state, you know, the yeah, thing the where state. you get the merch. And I was like, this is it. This is the Hot Rod. Like, like well, you, I, I had expectations of Hot Rod magazine, right. uh, Motor Trend magazine, you're going to have some heavy hitters out there. Yeah, nobody. And that was the nobody. thing, too. Like, other than the YouTubers who were not part... Because I talked to a couple yeah. of YouTubers, and they all paid their way to go. Yeah. They, none of them were, like, no one, sponsored no one to got go. juiced in. The people... And the people they that they were... They didn't juice me in, and I'm a YouTuber. They, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that. And they... And there was no people from... Other than Lucky Acosta, who drove that... That Chevelle yeah. Turbo Chevelle, or uh, we got on the freeway and he was right, he was right there with us. <clears throat> yeah, and um, he was he was down here, and he, he I don't think he was scheduled to be here like for a signing or anything like that. But they had like meet some of the people from Motor Trend TV or mm -hmm. whatever, and some people are into that. And we, so we showed up. I don't know what the one day cost was to get into the show, maybe 30, 40 bucks. Um, so they probably made some money off that. Out of yeah, because there was probably the there cost. there had to be probably four hundred cars there, four or five hundred cars there. So I would say if you, I'm going to take what I said back. If you actually were drag racing your car, because they also had an autocross autocross course set up where you could autocross your car. So if you had a good solid power touring car, or at least decent suspension and brakes and a, and some good power, right? You could have autocrossed your car as well. Like you probably, if you could have passed tech, you would have been able to autocross the bus. Oh, that'd have been terrible. It, if you, I'm just saying, you could yeah, have. Right, right. So like you paid the two hundred dollars <clears throat> to enter it, and had you have actually utilized it, meaning got your car ready and made sure it would pass tech, and you can hit the drag strip and you can hit the autocross, it probably would have been a lot more. No, it'd have been a lot more fun of an event. It would have been. It, it but would as have a been. Spectators, what I went as a spectator, right? Right. Was weak and if sauce. you're, and that's the thing. If it was like a test in tune. Correct. I if, mean, it was weak. But 
Weak, if weak. you're not going to race your car, then, you know, it's a little less engaging. Yeah. And the, but the thing is, you know, it's funny because I'm on the forums and some guy on the forums like there should be an award for cars that are pre 75 oh, that run every track and whoever runs the, you know, and, so, and somebody's like, and I, and I thought to myself, why don't you just say, I would have liked to receive an award for this particular thing. Cause it's like, you know, he's like, you know, these cars with original drivetrains and blah, blah, blah versus these LS car. You know, again, this is, this is just a guy finding a way. Like, it's why is he not getting noticed? V8, exactly. Why don't and anybody so, see me? <clears throat> but it's, but it's funny. And it's, Everybody kept saying the power tour is not about racing. The power tour is a rolling car show is kind of what it is. It's not about mm -hmm. racing. I mean, people have fast cars or whatever, but it's not like you can race if you want to. And someone said that the reason they shut the track down is because people uh, I, I've been reading on the forums that, track down. The, the, that the track shut down at five on Saturdays because people stopped coming up to race. The track was prepped crappy. They said the track was prepped crappy at Irwindale or whatever, too. I mean, mm -hmm. I know at one point there was one lane shut down. And uh, just just people were complaining a little bit about that stuff. And then the same thing I was hearing about Pomona as well. The, the tracks weren't prepped right. They're like, I didn't know this was going to be a no prep thing. And I don't know what people's deals are. But, you know, <clears throat> I think in hindsight to do it next time and have a lot more fun doing it. Step one is get a group of friends to go. Mm-hmm. Like me and my buddy, just him solo in his car, me solo in my car. And and the other big negative was there was no like, hey, if you're going to Irwindale, these are two hotels that we yeah, have. Here's our negotiated. host hotels. We negotiate special roommates or it's the one we tell you to stay at so that you can hang out with other hot rodders. Not or, everybody's one crazy weekend, bro. But, but you know what I mean? Like, it, but even when you have that's what makes the event when people when you're connected to people because i i met a lot of cool people no, but, but from what you were saying when you guys met at irwindale in the morning there was no representation from motor trends or hot rod to no. setting everybody off it no. was just like uh -uh. people were in line waiting for somebody to come up and say hey all right guys yeah. let's go and then chicks all, waving flags remember, or something like that or all nothing. the motor trend people have to go set up at the track before everybody shows up by yeah. nine o'clock the next day yeah so that's why i don't think there's anything organized to happen at night but it would have been pretty smart no, of them had they have set up just one person there to say, okay, everybody, now is the official start time. Everybody take off. Yeah, even like know? even like a local or something. But yeah. they, they, I mean, they had quite a staff to put it on. But um, the no host hotel thing um, was kind of a bummer, especially when you come to Vegas. Like, where are you going to stay when you come to Vegas? Yeah, good luck with that one. And it's like, you know, you're trying to get a hotel here, there, wherever. Fight weekend. I mean, well, it's not even that. I mean, but, it, but if you're out at the track, where are you staying? Mm -hmm. Where's a close place to the track? Because everybody's leaving from the track in the morning, which is like you're not going to stay in the city, then drive all the way back out to the track just to turn around and go back. You're 100% sure on the website there were no host hotels, no, nothing like zero. that. Zero. Because yeah. I asked everybody, where, where's everybody staying? Like, wherever. Like, wherever. Yeah. They don't have like a host hotel? No. So we did that. I get home and I'm like, I'm not feeling 100%. And I told my buddy, I'm like, dude, Tomorrow, and this is what I was looking at for Sunday. I thought, we're going to get up at 7. We're not going to drive to the track. We're going to stay off the side of the freeway until we start seeing a bunch of cars come through. And then we're going to team up with those cars because I'm not driving back 20 miles the opposite way in town just to turn around and come back. And so I, Brent and I were like, well, we'll wait off the side of the road. And then after a while, I started thinking. I said, I'm concerned about driving back to California on a Sunday morning from Vegas, Nightmare. which is usually crazy Nightmare. traffic. 
It's not a it's fun a road UFC to drive weekend. On. There were games that weekend. All well, kinds there's, of stuff yeah, there's, going on. There, there's, a, there's, a, there's a lot of that stuff. And then going there to go to Pomona to get the plaque just to turn around and come right back. Because yeah. my buddy my buddy had to work that on Monday because he owns his own business, but he's a he's a dentist, so he, he can't like – he's a one-man show, so if he doesn't show up, yeah. you know, he loses business. So I was thinking – which was the main reason that I thought to take my truck down there so that when I'm tired at the end of the day, I load my bus up and I drive back in air conditioned comfort in my heated comfort. Yeah. In, in my truck and like listen to satellite, not listen to the engine, you know, all that stuff. <coughs> and so I just said, you know what, bro, I'm not, I don't feel, I'm not feeling eight hours of driving for two hours of enjoyment at the track tomorrow. Like it's and not, it was gonna be a repeat I'm not, of what you were just yeah. Saying. And I, <clears throat> and what I saw, Saturday and what I saw Friday, it was like <clears throat> I wasn't super excited to to do that to go to uh, you know sit at the Pomona and I, do I that. totally understand that when we stopped and had lunch and we were discussing, I said you're going to be going back to California where there's potentially <clears throat> four to five hour stops with traffic sometimes. Like when we're coming back to Vegas on a Sunday yeah. from a car show weekend, you will drive by five to ten miles of stopped cars, literally stopped. Oh, yeah cars and anybody who's done that drive coming back on sunday a normal three and a half to four hour drive can turn into an eight hour to six hour drive but, easily and i looked online and it looked like the drive went pretty effortlessly going back but mm-hmm. i i just i was just dreading like doing all that to get home exhausted sunday night just to go back and it wasn't like i was thinking like man it's gonna be so fun when i get there because i was just like not a lot to see it's not like they got cool stuff going on it's not like they had anything special happening where I'd have been like, Oh, they've got a museum open or I, I don't know. There was nothing advertised like that. So it was just like, no itinerary, no, like uh, Hey, when we get there, these are the things. Nothing? No, it's just get to the track. The track is open from this time to that time. The itinerary was leave Vegas at seven, mm-hmm. stop at Peggy Sue's diner to get your poker chip. Mm-hmm. That's the detour. And then go to Pomona drag racing from 11 till five. And that's it. Mm. <clears throat> that was the itinerary. So, and I tell you guys, if you saw the vendor row, I mean, I've thin. seen better vendor rows at a farmer's market. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was it was pretty thin, and I was thinking with with a name brand like Hot Rod. Hot Rod I thought this is going to be great. They have their own TV station. Come on. Either way, I did it, and um, I if they were going to do it like that again, I wouldn't do it. If they were going to do it where it wouldn't where there's no back and forth, and it's like. If they went from here to Arizona to Vegas, you know, whatever, just that, not the same drive back and forth. Yeah, that, just that, that's ba- what's back and forth on the same on the same freeway. Totally. Is just kind of like it's just like I don't need to be busy. No. I'm trying to have a good time, you know. And it seemed like my from what I hear, it was just kind of thrown together last minute. It felt that felt thrown together last minute, and I was only there for one day for a, what an hour, hour yeah. and a half, we were and it felt thrown together last minute. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. So and even as a spectator, like nothing like the stands were open and that was about it like so i got to do it and now my thought is i'm looking more towards trying to do one of those in the midwest somewhere i bet it's way fun where you're gonna go through a lot of these towns sick sick uh the magazine is doing one that's gonna yeah, be, called, be fast for that one huh like those well, guys are fast, fast. <clears throat> yeah but okay it's all it's all relative if you're running eighth mile it's mm-hmm. different. You know, you can have a fast eighth mile car that's not so fast in the quarter, you know, especially for a Volkswagen. Yeah. Because you're going through everything in the eighth and they don't, Volkswagens get eat up on the back half of the, 
of the quarter mile. Mm-hmm. In an eighth mile, you can be much you a fourteen second car can be very competitive with a twelve second car because that twelve second car makes it all up on the top end on the back half of the track. That first eighth mile, a Volkswagen can be very very competitive. So, mm-hmm. my thought is. Part of the game plan to change is I was saying that Sick the magazine has one called Sick Sixty Six, and it's going to start in Missouri and end in New Mexico. <clears throat> Most of the Sick Week guys, what they like is theirs is a loop back to the, the same tracks so that they can all drop their trailers at the first track and then do a loop and come back. But uh, I wonder if the track lets them keep their trailers. Or it probably does. Yeah, they probably set that up like, hey, if you have a blah blah blah, you can set your trailer and everything up here. Which yeah. would be the right thing to do. Well, they at, should have had that set up for all you no, guys. At at the track, there were no trailers allowed. Silly. So this sounds like a horrible because job. it's a it's a it's it's a it's it's I'm a dr- it's don't. a drive event, but it was an experience and I wanted to do it, so I did it. Mm. My plan for another one that I would do, um, unless I had the bus turboed, which would be super fun, and I rebuild the front seat where it's much more like contoured and, and enjoyable to sit in, and I don't sit lurched Just like over your door the panels, That seat was stuffed. And so, no, it just, needs to be, it just needs to be contoured. But the plan is to take the 1,800cc motor. So I, I, I changed, as I'm driving my car, I'm making game plan changes. And I bought that compressor house kit to put on the 1,600 in the limo bus. And now I decided that I'm going to put it inside, <clears throat> that I'm going to put it inside the chop top. I'm going to put the supercharger on the chop top. And I've got the... Uh, I want to put the Berg five speed in there. So that would be because that little because that motor, you put a supercharger in that, give another 40 horsepower of that motor. That'd be a quick it's a quick little bug. Now, mm-hmm. it'd be a quick little bug in the eighth mile with the Berg five speed. It'd be a freeway runner because mm-hmm. right now it runs out of gear on the freeway. It's kind of annoying. And I think it would be it would just it, that car is super comfortable to drive because it's got the 86 Mustang seats in it. They sit real low, plenty of room. So that would be my car of choice to do anything Midwest. So that's my long-term goal on that. But all in all, I'm not really sorry that I did the power tour. I enjoyed it. It was fun. It's kind of something that, you know, I I got the sticker. I did uh, most of it. And if you take into consideration my drive from Vegas to, uh, from Vegas to Irwindale, I did the mileage. You know what I mean? So, um, but I don't think I missed anything huge on, uh, on Sunday, unfortunately. So, but that's been different if your car was teched and you could have actually ran down Pomona like Adam was saying to get the experience, but you didn't. So, yeah, that was that. So, next subject we're going to talk about is the letter. So, one crazy weekend is what we're going to discuss. Yes. So, you want to read it? We received a letter. <clears throat> you got a t- problem talking. Let me do it. I know. Yeah, read this. I don't know what's going on. Jimmy Christmas. I don't know what's going on with me, bro. You brought something in here. We got rabbit hair on you, dude. I don't know what's going on, dude. My rabbit and my rabbit's hypoallergenic. Dude, pass me that. Is it though? Is it, it is. really? I can stick my face in that rabbit and take a deep breath and not freak out. All right, so hear, I want to hear what you're sticking a face in a rabbit. <clears throat> so this letter showed up, mailed to my shop, and uh, addressed to Bill. And it's anonymous. Came out of Santa Ana, California. Was the postmark on it? Uh, it's dated October twenty six, two thousand twenty three. So this is a couple weeks after the show, and it reads as this: Bill, I am sending you this letter as I feel you would be open to feedback from the one crazy weekend you hosted. This letter will contain positive feedback and negative criticism. Please understand that this letter is not to tear you down in any way, but hopefully 
will make your next event host even more spectacular and enjoyable for everyone involved, especially the participants that travel and pay all the dues for each event. I would like to first start off by recognizing that you are a pillar in the Volkswagen community. Your contributions and knowledge to the expansion of the VW hobby is highly evident. Also, your podcast is one of a kind and it's far reaching and provides the uniqueness and behind the scenes of the VW hobby that everyday VW enthusiasts would never be able to experience. Lastly, your reputation, not only in the VW community, but the automotive industry as a whole is second to none. And you have certainly earned that. With all that being said, I would like to provide you with my insight of what I witnessed and experienced over the entire one crazy weekend event. Being a fellow VW enthusiast and involved in the VW scene for over 35 years, I have hosted gatherings and have attended many shows and events that I am pulling my experiences from. Friday. To start off, traveling from California to VW with the entire family is crazy enough, but I would like to thank you. As we pulled into the Orleans mid-afternoon, you had a portion of the parking lot sectioned off for the entire weekend. This is one of the most positive observations of the entire event. We were able to leave our VWs in the parking lot unattended, knowing that your crew and security from the hotel had our VWs in good hands. I really found comfort in knowing while I was in my discounted hotel room, thank you, that my VW was safe and secure. No one would be messing with it. As everyone got settled in their rooms and was getting excited for the takeover cruise of Las Vegas Boulevard, communication was poor as to the time the cruise will take place. Even after the crowd made their way to the parking lot, to receive directions of how the cruise will proceed or how the cruise will proceed, even those instructions were not clear. Keep in mind you have participants and visitors that have never been to Las Vegas before and your instructions were not precise at at the times and at times, given as if everyone in the crowd knows where each specific street is. I'm sorry, I read that incorrectly. I understand completely with all the construction and detours. This was during F1, by the way, I'm just going to add that myself. I understand completely with all the construction and detours because of the race that will be happening made it difficult, but it might be helpful to spend the time mapping out which directions everyone will be driving in advance, even maybe an alternate route for those VWs that get misdirected. These directions can be handed out on a piece of paper or even can be communicated on your website for everyone to access. I love the ideas of VWs invading Las Vegas and taking over the strip, but at the end of the night, there was not... A takeover or even organized cruise. It was very VW. It was every VW for themselves to find their way to the strip and create their own cruise. The cruise event was not. It was a build for the months and weeks leading up to it. Arriving back at the Orleans, the parking and placement of the VWs was unorganized. There were multiple people trying to place vehicles in a lot and just didn't have a clear plan of where to put everyone. I get it. Multiple cars arriving at various times, but entrances and exits should be clearly marked, and the people giving direction should be visibly by the same outfit, shirt, or something that displayed that they were the staff in charge. Saturday. I know this week is not just about the car show, as you voiced that over and over, but the process of collecting your car's registration was chaotic. You informed everyone that the person with the only computer that had the information has slept in was not present. If that happens again, what is the backup plan? Another computer with all the information backed up on would be helpful. No clear line. No clear lines. Where to stand while watching to collect your poster and registration. Pre-registered or non-pre-registered signs would be helpful. There were multiple tents set up, a ton of bodies hanging out in them, but no one acknowledging anyone. And you were the only one trying to keep order. I am here to tell you, you cannot do everything yourself. You have to train and rely on your team to help you. Watching you try to organize everything manually with zero help from your team was not only frustrating for you 
But think about the hundreds of VW guests in line waiting, watching all this unfold. Moving on to the People's Choice Award. You elected to use a QR code voting system that did not work. There was no clear direction to anyone how to use this voting system. All that anyone was told to hang it on the car. The wording about voting was too small and regular people voting did not understand how the system worked. To use a system like this now and for future events, these directions must be given in advance so everyone can understand how to use it. Again, maybe dedicate a section of your website to this event and spell it everything for everyone. I love car shows and I enjoy viewing all the cars, but where was the music? Where was someone on the mic to keep the crowd excited? Where was the raffles to keep everyone engaged? And where was the 50-50, etc.? This was a parking lot filled with some incredible VWs and very hot sun, but no entertainment, even smaller events that local VW hosts have the basics of a car show. The top 20 awards had a lot to be desired. You had your brother go around, go out and select the top 20. At the end of the day, it is what it is, but the cars that were selected had a few things in common. Either they were owned by people you are very close with or have been built by the shop you are associated with or that you and your brother have known for many years, or that VWs that flat out do not reflect your build style. Either way, I challenge you and your brother to be more open to selecting a more diverse group of vehicles during future events. I do agree that every vehicle chosen were well-built and deserve all the credit, but I do not know that there were vehicles in there that were not chosen that should have easily been in the top 10. Oh, I'm sorry, I do know. He's saying that we didn't choose the proper vehicles. Moving on to the poker run, I have been looking forward to this event for years. I finally dragged my entire family, including my mother, to Vegas just for the event. I have mixed feelings about the execution of this event. The thought of the event is great, and the participation of the local VW performance shop is awesome. But after the car show, all participants were asked to be back at the parking lot, I think around 3.30 p.m. for the group assignments. What a disaster, and I mean that with a much respect, as much respect as possible. I watched you try to organize and have the participants sign release forms and give out poker trips, all by yourself while the group of people behind you just hung out and did not help at all. At minimum, all the shirts were extras, should have been bagged and ready to hand out as you called each participant. The waiver could have been signed online to speed up the process and just catch the few that did not pre-register in person. If I knew it was going to take you over two hours to get everything sorted out, I would have taken my family to swim for a while and then come back. Finally, after you got everyone to sign their release, you attempted to give group assignments to all the participants. You assigned a club member to each group and a club member to follow each group. That did not work. You also mentioned this is not a race. Just take your time and cruise around the valley to the locations. That was 100% impossible considering the size of each group and the fact that the locations were not given to every participant. There was zero chance that everyone would be able to cruise and stay together. And without the lo locations of each stop, it made it impossible to have a safe, fun time. Speeding, running red lights, Driving erratically had to happen to try and keep up with the group. If the locations were given out to each driver, it would have made the entire night of finding these locations a lot more enjoyable and more of the group could have stayed together. Fortunate for our group, someone was able to get the address of each location and share it via text after we got the first location. Every participant must be armed with this information through text, paper, posted on the website the night of the poker run, something. Also, during one of our stops, the location ran out of deck two cards. You made it very clear to only get cards from deck two if that's what you were assigned. As I mentioned before, this is a this is Vegas. How do you run out of something as simple as a deck of playing cards? I do think the end of the night is a cool setup and each participant gets to draw their last card and thank you for the food that was provided. I thought long and hard about writing this letter. I asked my family and consulted with others that attended and some that didn't. 
They all thought I should write the letter in hopes that future events would be even better. Concerning the long drive from California, my perception of what I experienced from this event, I would like to come back in the future, but I am not completely confident that I will. I'm being told when he first started hosting the event, it was amazing and organized well. At this, As this event grew and became more popular over the years, there is a possibility that you did not grow with it and have failed in some areas. I have not decided if I will return for any future crazy weekends with my VW, but if I do, I hope there will be major adjustments on to how you deliver instructions and organize all aspects of this event. If I return and there are no charges, at least I know what to expect, or no changes, I know what to expect. I understand executing an epic event such as One Crazy Weekend is a huge undertaking, but please consider that there are families and car clubs, solo riders expecting to be immersed into an event that just blows everything else out of the water. That was just not the case. Thank you for your time. Okay. All right. So <clears throat> so I made a bunch of notes as you were talking, yes. so we'll just start at the beginning. But So Friday is where he starts with his criticism. So. First, But first and foremost, there is no other event like this one. So yeah. I, I have to say that as far as VW events go. And I'm going to say something too. Go ahead. Everything that was laid out in this letter. Yeah. We, we, di- we discussed day of as it was happening. Like this needs to change for next year. Correct. We realized there were problems. Absolutely. We're not blind to this. We understand. We can feel the vibe of the crowd and everything like that. We knew exactly everything that was going wrong when it was going wrong. 100%. And yeah. there were some areas where things were not well, handled well. Yeah. So, so Friday, um, the strip crew. So what I'm going to do now, because because F1 has signed a 10, t- a ten year yeah. deal, so here's what's going to happen for next year's strip crews. It cannot be what it's going to be is there will be a route handed out, mm-hmm. and, and not really a route, but it'll say you can you can cruise. The least traffic is from this area to this area. If you'd like to cruise the entire strip, you may cruise from here to here, and here are multiple steps areas where you can pull off and head back. So I'll do like an overview map, mm-hmm. but I, I, there's so many cars that cannot be organized without a police escort and getting a police escort on a Friday night during F1 during never going to happen, not going to happen. So, but we did, I did definitely did do that because it, what, what's funny as much as he didn't like whatever it was and he wanted to, you know, wanted to be with a bunch of people. There were people that just broke off into groups by themselves and they had the greatest time. I was like, one or two buddies together, which is part of the thing, right? A lot of people bring friends with them on these events. So they're one or two or multiple cars. And if it's two or three cars, they just love cruising the strip together. And a lot of people are just happy to be on the strip. We, we knew leading <clears throat> up to this, the strip cruise was going to be a problem because of F1. Cause we live in town. So we realized right. how tore up the strip was it's bottlenecked in about five areas where they drop it down to one to two lanes. Right. And it's kind of a crap show. We had already committed because we've done it in previous years to do a strip cruise, and we knew we were going to have problems with that one. But yes, so we've already discussed in the future, we will have maps. There will be a route on a map that you can choose a long route, short route, and that's it. And leave it to the people to decide the way they're going to go and how they want to group it. Correct. And so the other thing that we're going to do is the next his next concern was the parking for the VWs when they got back to the hotel. So what we're going to do this next year is... You'll get your wristband at the beginning so that it's going to speed up the process of getting Correct. you back in the parking lot. There will be only one entrance. And there was a problem also. The way that the Orleans had kind of roped it off, there were K-rails put in place that were easily moved, and people Correct. kept moving them and just right. bringing themselves in instead of we were trying to designate entry points, and people were bypassing entry points. Correct. And it was me and, and two other people. And so the issue yeah. becomes when you have a potential six entry points yes. and three people trying to guide cars in, and people yes. are breaching these entry points. 
that because there's a lot of people that have been here multiple years in a row. They feel pretty comfortable just pulling up and moving a uh, moving yes. a guardrail out of the way, and so uh, we'll do two entrances to come in next time. Mm-hmm. There'll the, be an entrance. No, no, there'll be one entrance and one exit. Well, we already discussed. So it will be a flow like a, a horseshoe flow through the entire parking lot. Right, and that's going to be it. And you will be designated a wristband on Thursday. Yep. You cannot bring your car in there if you don't have a wristband anymore. Correct. Because what was happening also is we kind of have our Friday as a meet and greet. And we had a lot of participants that actually weren't participants of the weekend. They yeah, weren't they're, registered. They're, they weren't. They well, were they're just there, there to for, hang. they're also there for maybe the, just the poker run. Yeah. And so, so when you're not there for the car show, the car show area is designated for the people in the car show. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> we'll, so it's going to be a weekend wristband that, that people will get now. If they're a poker correct. run participant, they still pay to do something in the event, they will get a wristband to come in. Right, right. Period, end of story. Correct. But from now on, if you do not have a wristband, you will not be entering our designated parking to park area your for car, it. yeah. That's, it. Able- That's going to simplify a lot of it because we probably had 100 cars there that weren't part of the they there were just locals right. that came by to hang and it made it kind of a crap show to park it so we definitely knew there was a shortcoming there and next year i will have an actual event staff not just me and two kids helping me try to park right, a hot, right. 200 cars coming in you know yeah. it also it was a lot bigger than we were expecting we had 70 pre-registrations and on day of there were 200 something cars there Correct. like it went yeah. We were shocked. When, I know I was shocked well, when I pulled up Friday and was like, wow, it we was, got a full parking lot already. Like, yeah, holy smokes. Yeah. Last year, be, there were probably 30 cars there on Friday. Yeah. It's it's, it's been growing like gangbusters. And yes. again, one thing to, to be crystal clear on is all of these issues we were discussing during the weekend. 100%. Because of the enormity of how quickly the event grew and the event's only going to get bigger because of the amount of people that came to this event, which was over a few hundred people. I mean, you're figuring there was at least four to five hundred people at this event. Mm-hmm. We got one letter. Yeah, everybody else but, really had a great. But what's so funny what is I'm, we all uh, we discussed this. Turns over this letter. So I said it's kind of funny because everything this guy brought up, absolutely. we talked as because it's me, my brother. We have a gentleman named Renee and a gentleman named Eric Black, and it's pretty much the four of us put this entire event on. We yeah. are we are like the pillars, let's call it that event, and we all sat down and had lunch and said these are problems we're finding. Right. These are issues we're dealing with. We knew some of these things. So a lot of that stuff will be addressed. Saturday, the car show. <clears throat> we yeah, did have music I, playing. I, I, well, there was music playing. <clears throat> yeah, I've got I've got it here. I've got, so uh, the first thing will be separate booths for pre-registration. For sure, and 100%. Where, and where that may change. Now, with respect, I'm not sure I understand what he's talking about with the computer thing because I don't think there was an issue with the, what we were trying to do was get a Wi-Fi to get the printer to work. I had... People that were pre-registered and loaded their car information before mm-hmm. we had plenty of we had all their stuff pre-printed and ready to go. So what we'll do uh, because there's the car show and the poker run, and you also have to remember, I give out a ton of crap with this thing. No other car, no show do you go to where you get a free T-shirt of this or this or this. And so it's like some people pay for the poker run, some people pay for the car show, and then it's like. Some people pay for both, and so and we give spectators for free. Correct. We, my so, brother and I paid twenty five bucks a pop to walk into a car show <laughs> two two months ago, and I was floored. As spectators, we were paying twenty five dollars to walk into a car show. I said, "This is ludicrous." Yeah. Our car show is thirty bucks, free for spectators. Yeah, free for spectators, but thirty bucks you're in rooms, the car show. Rooms you need to bring a car unbelievably in. discounted. 
Unbelievably. Okay, yeah, so Saturday, there's something that... No, no, no. As far as the registration goes, we know it needs work, and we... And, yeah. And this year... So this year, the registration will be much cleaner. Once you're... There's going to be a lot of stuff that's just going to be digital online once you're mm -hmm. there. Um, and we'll have all the pre-registration. There'll be a completely separate area for pre-registered people. And on-site registration, people will get to wait in a separate line because if you're going to register online, um, if you're going to register on-site, you're just going to wait. There's no other way around it. All right. And I, I need to address this. <laughs> mm -hmm. The judging. Yes. Hold on. We're not there yet. We're not. Right, I, I wrote down what everything in order. So Let's go. The, I know. This you're is fired. Saturday. We're on Saturday. So that's what I want to make sure of. Correct. Calm down. You're fired up about the car show. Now, the QR code. Originally, when I brought up the idea of the QR code, uh, the reason that I did it was because I want it to be truly a people's choice. Now the instructions, there's really nothing needed other than grab your phone, point at the QR code and vote for that car. It's literally that simple. I'll do a little YouTube video that I'll put on the video that I'll put on the, uh, on the website for the poker run or for the uh, car show event. But it is literally that simple. You take the QR code, you snap it and that's it. The problem was the participation. What you always have on people's choice and things like that, where we were trying to derive the top 20, you have to have people's input. You have to get people and you can only vote one time for, you can only vote once from one phone for one car. You can't vote five times for the same car, right? So you can't cheat the system. You can vote for multiple cars. You can vote for every single car that's got a QR code. There was no hassle with the voting. There's no hassle with any of that. It's just training people now to do that. So that'll be a new process with people to There'll do that. There'll be some signage explaining to you spectators and, and if they I like believe, to vote for cars, they're more than welcome to with their QR codes. And we'll have signage for that. And we'll we'll remind people of that during the mm -hmm. car show part. Again, the car show um, with respect to the the, Q, the QR code, it's pretty simple. Music we had, raffle, because I don't, we I, don't want to sit there and ask people for free stuff, so we don't yeah, want to bro, do I'm a not, raffle. I'm not, I'm not into the raffle. Like you got to organize a raffle. I mean, like <laughs> someone needs to be on that raffle for two months, trying to get free product from people to do to give out. And man, I, well, I yeah. we just don't want to do a raffle. And so we've to, already decided no. that we're not going to do a raffle. Sorry, guys, no raffle. Yeah, That's so. It. We you, give my brother gives away free four thousand whatever the hell it works well, out to. We give away so much stinking money at this event. It's insane. It, it, again, so the 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 thing with the raffle is like that's another thing. I personally am not a big fan of raffles because I don't want to I don't want to sit there and spend fifty like every time I do I do it to support the event, mm -hmm. and it's like here's twenty bucks. Sometimes I just hand somebody my tickets, um, and. Just the ra the raffle thing. I'm not. I'm not into a raffle thing. I'm not into begging vendors for free stuff. Um, I'd rather have them support by giving us money, so I could give more money away. Because people would rather get money than because every time like here's twenty percent off at CIP one, and it's like, mm -hmm. well, what am I going to buy for CIP one? Yeah. Like everything I I already have everything that I that I need for my cars. We're just not doing it. Yeah, we don't need to even talk about it anymore. So there's We're not going to be a raffle, but there was music during the event. Um, sometimes it would get shot with like, yeah, things well, yeah, happen. It's, Our it's a single, it's a single, and, it's know. a single PA music system. And the, the part of the problem is you, so to this particular person that wrote this letter, it never fails as much as you, I, I know you said you have experience putting on events, doing all this stuff. I do a lot of events. I do a lot of everything. People, it's 50, 50 with music. People love it or hate it. Yep. They hate being next to the speaker. They can't, cause it has to be loud enough where every Everybody. person can hear it. Right. I'm not going to rent a, a $10,000 system. So that there's speakers every five feet. So people can hear it at a low tone. It's like, it's not that important to me. There was background music there. Uh, it, it's really, it's so not about the car show. Mm -mm. The car show is just, 
f- for people to. I mean, sit around. You're with other people. Some, talk to other people. Correct. Like hang out with, like, it, yeah. with the VW so people. You as know? far as like I said, as far as music, with the system we have, um, you know, there was a guy there that had a big stereo system and all i was oh, getting yeah. was people walking up to me can you get that guy to shut his music off can because the problem is not everybody has the same taste in music correct and so, we were we we were playing music at the time and he was drowning out yeah, our music he was drowning out our music all right so now we're on to the to where he talks about the top 20 awards and yes i am the judge i went around and judged every car i exclude every one of my las vegas volkswagen club fellow members None of them are in the running. And let me tell you, let there me, were a lot of top 20 cars sitting in that back row that didn't even get a vote on him because I'm associated with him. Right. I well, also, let me pause for a second here. George is a little bit fired up because he feels a little bit attacked this by is. this. No, uh, this guy, direct shots. Feel- is, direct shots is what <laughs> these are, and I'm replying I, to his direct shots. I got it, but you got to remember it. I also... I got more that goes with this. No, I've been I thinking know, about this for months now, so you can let me go on this I one. Know. All right. What do you got? What do you got to interject? Come I just on. said, take into consideration, he wanted to give constructive criticism. He enjoyed the event overall, mm-hmm. some things he felt, but I, take offense I, to I do. This 100%. No, I take offense well, to this. So, and I think your way of so, handling it. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, when you look at my, that top 20 list, I don't know anybody except three cars on it. Three cars. Everybody else was a complete and utter stranger to me. And I'm going to go over why these three cars were actually in the but top pause. 20. You're replying to what line in there specifically? Because he says, he makes a comment he where says, George is associated with some of those cars in some way, shape, or form. Either way, they're owned by people you are very close with or have been built by the shop you're associated with or that you and your brother have known for many years. Okay. So pause there. So that, I know exactly what he's referring to because... Well, pause but- for two seconds. Let me just say for George, George is a huge stickler on making absolutely certain that no one would get that impression, that he doesn't want to be accused of that. He has people, he has cars that he's built that he has to tell them, sorry, you can't be in the show because I'm judging it. And so that guy, these people get a little bit upset, but George is really real. This is why George is fired up because he's a real stickler and trying to be I'm gonna explain as why. fair as could be. Now go ahead. The, the only, so the quicksand bus I built won a top 20. I didn't even have it on my list. I did not have it on my list. And I had Buddy Hale and Andy the Paint both come up to me and say, that thing should be best of show. And I said, it can't be. I built it. It can't be. And they said, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Put that car against anything out there besides Alex's car, and it would be hands down the best build out there. I heard that from Buddy freaking Hale himself. I agree. No, And, no. I was, and they said, that'd be so stupid for that car not to get an award right now. And that's the only reason why that car made it onto that list. The only other car I knew on that was Lionel Mendoza, who has a super clean square back with a Subi conversion, and it's it's a dope car. And I, when I look at the cars, I'm looking at paint. Uh, I'm literally going around. His buddy Tristan's right next to him, debuting that bus. And I'm sorry, it had too much orange peel, and I just continued to walk on. That is how I was looking at cars. The only other car that won another award that I'm associated with was Spike's Choice. Once again, not on my top 20 list because I have worked on that car and I didn't even build it. I've just done mechanical work to it. So I excluded him from judging. So I wouldn't get these exact comments like this guy put here in this letter. So I wish this guy hopefully one day comes up and says this stuff to my face and it's not going to be a fair confrontation. So I can tell him like, sir, there is no way that I would ever, because I know what he's talking about. We used to have a guy put on shows here that his own car won best to show that he built. That was a pile of junk in my opinion and it won best to show the same year i debuted my brother's oval window which was on 
modified and detailed Fuchs and looked way cooler than it and some piece of crap one that had store-bought wheels on it and all this junk. So I know what people feel when they see a, sh a show promoter's car winning an award. So no, the, no, no. The and quicksand bus won an award because I had two of the best in the business telling me that would be robbery if that car doesn't win a top 20 because he wasn't even on my list when we discussed it. And so and, and part, of the, part of the issue is as the show continues to grow, mm -hmm. we're going to get higher and higher caliber cars Correct. there. Um, a couple years ago, there, there was a guy that won previously that came up after he says, yeah, I'm pretty sure I got an award. I'm, I must not have heard it. I'm the car number this. Yep. Well, 59 he, low he, he won two years ago or a year ago because the pool of cars was less. Mm -hmm. And with respect to caliber of cars, his was higher in that grouping. Well, now with what's coming out to the show now, that the, the level of cars is continuing to grow. Now, in, in the same respect with style, we're talking about style. Mm -hmm. Last year, there was the car that was on the cover of VW Trends, Austin's car. Mm -hmm. That car's not my style. Not mine either. It's not your style either. But that car, and, and we I tried to talk to- He won a top 20 award at our show because I went by and I looked at it. And even though it was like this faux patina, the level of detail that kid put into that car, it was, it was a he lot. had his tunnel pinstriped, super clean. Just I was looking around going, wow, he's got a lot of freaking work in this thing. And I, yeah. and, and I, I gave him a top 20 because- I recognize what it takes to even do that fake patina to put all the detail the gentleman had into it. Yep. And as you saw, it made the cover of a magazine. So it's not, I don't think I chose wrongly there. No, it's it, it, so again, it's it's George is a real stickler. And which was the reason which was the reason we that I was because it's a lot of work for George to do this. And, and, and George is. Because he has a shop, because he's part of a club, there's always going to be like, well, you know, George does this. And the reason that George goes out and picks it, because we've had other club members go out, and they're like your typical person that judges a show. This guy that wrote the letter might be the guy that's willing to put the two hours into a car show to walk through and really look at cars. The majority of people aren't. I did. But no, no. Yeah, what I, what, I'm but what I'm saying every, is like... Every car that was there, I wouldn't right. have looked at 100%. But when... But when in previous years, we've enlisted other people to help. They yep. give their list back and you're like, how did you pick this car? You know what I mean? Like there's there's like, there's kind of like a, a little bit of that stuff that goes in there. And so when it's at, when it's at a car show and you're there to be judged, because um, last year we, you know, there's always somebody that's unhappy at a car show always. and feels that their car should have won an award. And not saying that this that's this guy's complaint. He may have had a friend that had a car that was super nice or a car that he thought was super nice. But the reality is, if you didn't place at a show and you really got an issue with it, maybe talk to the judge and say, hey, I just, and, and don't come at it from like, hey, why didn't I get my trophy? Come at it from the standpoint of like, hey, I noticed I didn't place. Could you show me on my car some things that I can improve if your focus is winning shows? Now, me personally, I've never been a show guy. I mean, I, 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 I go to shows to support the events. Never been a trophy chaser. I, I have numerous uh, plaques and trophies of stuff and they're sitting in a box and it's not something I chase the other than the first time I showed my bus I really yeah. wanted my bus to to take first the VW Classic I did that after that I when I care. was younger I cared <clears throat> and I don't care anymore but perfect yeah. example I'll give you a perfect example of what this guy's complaint is about but I hang on I just want to say the, the best of show or Spike's pick was exactly that Spike chose that. Yeah. Andy the Paint chose that. I had no say in it. I even asked him, can you choose another car, dude? I'm associated with that car. And he said, no, mate, it's my choice. Right. And I said, you're correct. Okay, 
I'm cool with that. It's your choice. Right. So Spike's choice went to Mark Rollins, 57 oval and he, window. And he loved the paint on it, and that's why that's he got why it. That's why he chose it. Yeah, he it loved had the nothing, paint on it. And, you know, it's got a big chip on the hood, like a big start out hit thing from the inside. But it's what he loved. He loved the sparkle of it and all that stuff. Yeah. So Every other car that was in that top 20 minus Lionel. And me and Lionel are like homies. And, but it's a clean car, and I look, and I was literally walking around cars, looking at the quality of paint, quality of interior, what your wheels look like, and some cars I walk by faster car. because I can see from a mile away. There's ten chips right here. That this is that door doesn't fit well, and I would just continue so to walk on. Again, now you're talking about you're talking about showing a car. When yeah. you show a car, there's two ways to show a car. One is you're showing the car to a park it with the other cars to be enjoyed by other people and supporting the event or two, you're coming to hunt down a trophy. Mm -hmm. If you're coming to hunt down a trophy, your car should be on par. On point. Now, perfect example. This is my personal experience. Mm -hmm. Two times I had two cars debut at the DKP meet. Both times the clubs were fighting about my double cab and my Gia. Now, my Gia was on a completely different level than my double cab. My double cab, because of the uniqueness of the look, half the club wanted my double cab to win the award. It didn't win. Was I hurt? Was I mad? No, I didn't care. You know why? Because I said, ah, it's a DKP thing. They kind of pick a cow look thing, whatever. Mm -hmm. My car's the opposite of cow look. It's a German look bus. And then with my Type 34 Gia, the car that won that year was not nicer than my Gia. Was not more polished. Was not more yeah. plated. Was not more chrome. Was not more... There, there wasn't anything more rare on that car than what I had on my car. We could go toe for toe of what I did, but it didn't bother me. For me, I I actually had, I was more stoked about the fact that it caused a lot of contention with the group Yeah, because I was like, good, because it, I, it it's good when those people push back a little bit, say, no, that car should win. And then even more gangster than that, when I pulled out of the parking lot, I freaking laid it sideways just to, you know, while everybody else is white glove pushing their car back Enough on the trailer. Enough about Bill T. Let's go back to this I, list because there's more beyond just the car show. He has complaints about the poker run too. But my point is that what your intention is when you go to a car show and if you're entering a show for a trophy, you need to look at your car you objectively and stop being like, my car is cleaner than that because... I've got an early bus or I've got a, this. The model of your car has nothing to do it had nothing with to the do with show my quality of your vehicle. I was literally looking at paint, engines, interior, like tearing cars apart. And then when you're, there was a sea of 200 and something cars there and I had to pick the top 20 out of them. Right, 10%. And I, I think I got a pretty diverse group. Like I said, I was going off of quality of build. Right. 100%. And the... Once again, I'm not even associated with Lionel, and he's one of the only people that I actually knew uh, as far as like this this gentleman. Right, says I it's mean our Lion, Lionel's an OG supporter of the event, but it's not like you guys are besties. Like, no, he's he's a he's a down homie, and and but it, that's not the reason why his car was picked. No, I, I, again, I know that I can vouch for the fact that you're a real stickler, and you got really fuming when you heard these comments because you go out of your way to make sure that it's not integrity it's is not everything. george's friends exactly integrity is everything and i think shows lose integrity like if every car that one was a vegas car that would suck why would you even come from out of town correct. again if you did it correct just because it's your homies car you won right no homies cars were chosen in that award and if anybody <clears throat> wants to put their car against that quicksand at another show that i have nothing to do with have at it. You're going to lose. I can tell you that right now. That car is detailed from top to bottom. Yeah. Anybody that was in that parking lot, 
bring your car next to that thing and i'll show you why that thing won a top 20 should have been a best of show once again but like i said i excluded it from my top 20 even because of the fact that i was associated yeah. with it and had two of the best in the business not said something to me like that's the dumbest thing i ever heard why would you why would that thing not win an award right you know and the fact you know what the owner brought it out the owner's proud of that car the owner brought it there. Well, I got to say, I got to drive it. Well, you did drive it. How did it drive, Bill? <laughs> it was fantastic. Pretty Bro, nice, I'm, huh? not, I'm not going to lie. That freaking car, that car is so tight. Like, it just makes me crazy that the dude hasn't driven it. Driven I, would, I would drive the living Insane. crap out of that bus. That bus drives I nice, stops back. nice, got good power. That bus is, that that. I love that bus. Me personally, mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of the color. If it was my bus for that bus, what mm-hmm. I like about it being that color is it's a standout. You re- you know that bus. Yep. You know what I mean? So for me, that's one of the things when you build a car and you want to be unique in a, in a, in a, in a whole world a of, colorway. of yeah. everything. The, the, the same, carbon so. cab is unique because I've never seen another car do the carbon fiber effect on it. Nowadays, they have wraps and all that stuff. But right. you're talking that was way pre-wrap or any of that stuff back then. But so the next thing we get into the poker run. So one of the things, the poker run was... Uh, everybody's supposed to meet out there at five and we were going to get on the road at six uh, or f- I think it was going to start at five 30 and we ended up leaving at six 30. So it took one hour past the time. And so people probably showed up at four 30 and that was an absolute cluster. So that that's going to be completely, yeah, that's going to that be is, completely dialed that will in. I'll be rectified next year. We, we will have systems in play. The, the poker run sheet is going to have every individual address on it. So no one is guessing where their next stop is. we, we mid poker run, my brother and I were talking and said that the sheets need to have the address on them next time. Right. Like we kn- so what we understand happen, that we made mistakes. So we what know. will happen is there will be on the backside of your actual poker card will be a map of, of the city with all four locations mm-hmm. you're going to stop at and the major addresses. cross streets and the addresses, phone numbers. And it's going to be, they'll be labeled one, two, three, four. They will be in a clockwise fashion and respectively what group you're in, if you are group two, group number two is your first destination. You go two, Can't three, four, two, yes. one. That's going to be clearly explained on the map. That's your way to, that you're going to go. So we've already kind of looked at that, and that will be done. And what we're going to be doing is during the car show, we will be pre-checking people in for all that stuff. Yeah. So that way, when it comes time for the poker run, the pre-registration the, the, will be done differently next year. Yep. Like, like the separate line for pre-registration for, for just drive-in registration will be different. We, All of these items in this letter that that were addressed, yeah, we, already, we felt the growing pains of it. We were not, exp- I mean, we always want the show to be big. The problem is it got big so fast, and it is, like I said, there's four of us running it, and two of them have nothing to do with the car show and have right. nothing to do with the poker run. My brother puts on the poker run, and I put on the car show. And we're literally individuals doing a lot, and, and we will assign teams. Yeah. We will have it much more organized. So we'll do – there'll be a video going up on the website that I'll do on YouTube on. This is how you use Car Show Pro. You should get registered now. If you're going to come on Let's Talk Dubs Poker Run, get registered now on Car Show Pro. So once you're on there, I punch your name in. Because once you're in the Car Show Pro database, mm-hmm. I punch in your name. You pull up. It automatically populates everything. You get a thing that says, hey, you're going to be in uh, One Crazy Weekend's Car Show, and here's your deal. And uh, it makes it super easy, and we print all that stuff in advance. So since this guy's run car shows before, he knows that the more people get – and here's what's going to happen with our event. Our event will get so locked in that if you're not pre-registered and all that stuff so many many weeks in advance, Mm -hmm. 
you're not in. Yeah, you're probably not going to get in the show. So because we don't want to move our location, that's <clears throat> that's one thing. Like we have a prime spot on the on the uh, casino property, and we want to keep that. They've offered like if anybody's familiar, they do a show called Viva Las Vegas at the Orleans as well, and it's probably one of the largest car shows that takes place in Las Vegas. Thousand cars easily entered into it with a big stage where bands play and everything like that. This we're not trying to be that, and the problem is. If we move to a bigger location on the property, then you lose all the convenience of what we actually have in our actual current location. The food courts inside, the gambling inside, the bars inside, all that stuff, the easy access to restrooms, all that stuff gets lost if we move away from where we're at now. So what we're, what our thought is, it's going to be quality over quantity. We leave it to the number that we have. If we do have to move anywhere, We'll figure that out at the time being. But right now, we want to stay in the same location because that's all we hear about is how great the location is where we're at. Because even after the events, people are hanging out in the parking lot and its location in relation to the casino makes it a very easy hang and right next to your hotel rooms and everything else. So it it will be quality over quantity. We're not looking for the show to blow up. We just want, a, a, I would say, a... Uh, a better quality of car if they're really going to be competing for that top 20 recognize that and step up to the plate yeah in the sh- just specifically for the show for the show part because yeah but the the overall you know it, it's not going to be limited to because for the show thing we're going to get so many good caliber cars that the show part will be kind of tightened in a little bit and then the other cars will be able to be able to be parking within that group within that area adjacent to the car show thing because as more people want to get uh to be in this car show um we're gonna have to kind of kind of parse some things out like that but we definitely want all all people to bring all cars because correct it is a driving event it's not really the car show is one aspect of it the the cruises the poker run i'm sorry but there were some mess ups on the poker run and a couple and i'm gonna say 15%, 15%, and that's probably shooting way too high, of the people were upset when they by the time they got to my shop because my shop is one of the stops. Right. And But the majority of people, even with the problems like, oh, it was a little hard to find this place where they're laughing, they're having a good time, right. they're with their group, you know, every, at, and spirits are high, they're coming in, I'm cracking jokes with them, we're giving them free poker chips, I'm giving them free bottles of water, we had In-N-Out burgers there, we had all kinds of stuff going on at the shop that people were having a great time. All I heard from Nevada Off Buggy is, oh, people are having a blast. We Oh, there was some confusion here and there, but, oh, man, everybody's having a yeah, good time. And, that, and, and unfortunately, sometimes, the, the, here's the number one problem with all of these things. You have human beings involved. Mm-hmm. Anytime there's a human being involved, someone will make, for example, two groups showed up at one location at one time, and that's because a human being that was in charge of a group instead of going to his first destination thought it's more convenient if I go here first for me personally mm-hmm. and which threw a wrench in the situation. And then at the other stop where they ran out of cards, someone didn't understand the process because it may have gotten handed off to somebody else and someone got confused. And that's what happened with the, the, the card issue. But for the most part, when you have an event with so many moving parts and, and, and so spread out, it's it's almost impossible to not have an issue. Now we're trying to handle the ones that we can handle with respect to the strip crews. It's like herding cats, and that's why I'm not. I mean, I'm just not gonna. The strip crews we're gonna do. 
we're going to do. No, we're doing people it. are getting the option to do a short or a long. That's going to be for sure, and both routes will be on. But my, a, a, but my, a leaflet that's my point out. that the problem is, I'm going to give it to people where they have their own option. They can cruise with the group or get their own on ramp. Yep. I'll show ways you can get on the strip and ways you can get off the strip, and then I'll put maybe a couple spots where we may have some people park, in case you're having issues, you get lost. Make it to this parking lot at this hotel, and there'll be somebody there that will leave at nine o'clock to come back to the hotel. You know what I mean? Like yep. there might be, we'll add that element to there because some people just like to cruise back and forth. You know, we're local, so like we get on the strip and we just want to get off the strip. But that the reason we take people there is because that's a spot that people want to it's get. It's iconic. To. Like yeah. So you drive down that strip, you're gonna see places you've seen in TV shows. Like, you oh know, my god, I remember that. Oh, I saw that. Tent. Again, yeah. this weekend is about the experience. Some of the things with respect to the time. So a, a, a perfect example. Giving out the poker cards and stuff earlier. So I give you your poker card. You have your chance to win fifteen hundred bucks. You lose your poker card before the event starts. What now? Now there's 20 people that lost their cards or can't find them because they left them in the room or whatever the case is. And now what? Now I got to stop, which is one of the reasons why we hold on to those because mm-hmm. that's your ticket to make money. Now, if you lose it, you're screwed. You know what I mean? But it's like anytime you involve like here, take this and bring this back in three hours, you know, mm-hmm. you're going to get one out of 10 people lose them, yeah. you know, or they forgot it in their car or their cousins in the bathroom whatever and then it just creates a bit of an ordeal so now i have an opportunity for duplicate cards to be out there people getting cards that shouldn't have cards you know what i mean like mm-hmm. there's there's just it's open-ended and when there's money on the line it's got to be governed a little tighter the big thing was the disclaimers to be signed but we'll be doing the disclaimers online and then uh once the disclaimers are situated online then i'm not worried about it and it's all up to you but i i've done poker runs where it's like Here's the stops. Yeah. You have four hours to get to all the stops. Yeah. Go any way you want to go. I don't remember. Like I did the bus by the bridge when they, they used to do a poker run when he showed up on Thursday. I don't remember signing anything. Yeah. And we were stopping at bars. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I hear you. So, I mean, I we, we try to make it as official and as fair and as safe as possible is all we're trying to do. And there's going to be... I uh, once again we got one letter back out of probably six hundred people who enjoyed the weekend. I'm yeah, say. four four to four to six hundred people at least because yeah, based nobody on the, came by themselves. Yeah, no, based yeah. on based on the event, the roommates, and, and again, it's gonna it's gonna grow bigger this next year. And you and know, we got great room rates 40, 40, 40 bucks. 90, 90. Yeah, that is insane. Forty Wednesday, forty Thursday, yep. ninety Friday, ninety Saturday. That's cheap. That is in. Saying you will have in all your weekend what we will spend, and that's a four day weekend. What we will spend for a room in California, yeah. Period. End of story. Yeah, and what we pay, we I went to there. Sacramento and we stayed at a 50 year old Hilton oh, in Sacramento. Two sixty, two, 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 no, it was, it was almost 500 bucks. I think it was, it was for that night that we stayed at the hotel at Dunkle. Yeah, oh my god, it was like 380. Then the, the yeah. tax and the this, and, the, and it was just. It was, it was, and it wasn't even like, well, we're staying there. It'd be one thing if like, if the hotel rates were higher, people would still pay them because everybody's there. That's, yeah. that's what makes the weekend. So it's a bigger part of that. We um, try to make it affordable. Like we want to, we want the families to come out. I hope this gentleman comes out again next year and brings his family because in my opinion, it's a pretty affordable weekend. Like when you look at it's it huge. and the, in the bigger picture things, you get to do VW stuff. 
your room's gonna <coughs> your room's only gonna cost you less than three hundred dollars for the for the whole weekend, and the show is only thirty bucks. Yeah. And the poker run where you got a chance to you're not only gonna win your room back, but a bunch of other money if you actually won the poker run. It seems like a a, a good deal to me. Yeah. If I wasn't part of it, I'd be doing it. I'm just, I, yeah. I, <laughs> I'm I, I'm pissed. I can't do the poker okay, run. I am My too. wife wants to do. I said, babe. You can't do the yeah, poker he run. wouldn't. He wouldn't even. George, this is how I would stickler George's. George wouldn't even let his wife do it because if she, she won, if she won, oh, people would say she it. won. But, but you know, I think I think you should let her do it because it's bullcrap. Because there's no way you can rig something that's four different. Dude, stops. we got a letter because a uh, quicksand bus run. I don't even <laughs> want to see if my wife won fifteen hundred dollars. People would be like, "Oh, I knew it. I knew this was a sideways show." Like, yeah. ah, I mean. But think, but you think about that, right? For the for the expense and the hassle and everything that for the four page letter, three or four page letter we got here, I do appreciate the gentleman writing the letter because we know there were problems. No, we like we know feedback. there were things. I just want to defend the fact that I do not make. Hold on. I do not do personal I just want, favors for this people is, for awards. This is what this is what. And I none of my friends are trophy chasers, anyways. So. This is what I need to have answered to me right now. Mm-hmm. What other event has strip crews on a world famous location? Mm-hmm. Has a meet and greet and hangout at a at an unbelievably affordable hotel. Mm-hmm. Gives you t-shirts, and souvenirs, watching over sec- your cars. Security. When have we ever gone to a car show where they watch hold over on, our cars? Hold on, free trailer. I'm just listening to things. Free trailer parking for your trailers and all yep. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Every hotel I stay in California is thirty five bucks a night Easily. or twenty dollars a night for, for parking. Car. That's for my car, yeah. and I got to pay for a spot for my Double. trailer too. So there's sixty for the just trailer, that, trailer. just that. Truck Not trailer. only all that stuff that we give you, but have it at a venue that you have a movie theater, bowling alley. You have everything on property to entertain your family, yeah. to entertain your family and gambling unbelievably cheap. And then get a chance to win. Not only do you pay your, most ways you pay 50 bucks and, and that's it. You get a stamp and a mm-hmm. handshake. You know what I mean? Like you get a t-shirt, you get poker chips, you get all kind of souvenir stuff. You get all these things. There is no other event that does all that for you. Mm-hmm. Period. There isn't one. I haven't. I have not been to a car show. I went to the. I didn't. Bro, we just talked about the motor train thing. I paid two hundred dollars to do the power yeah. tour, and you get. A t-shirt. I got no discount for a hotel. The hotel was two hundred dollars for the night, yeah. so I paid two hundred bucks for that. I didn't get a T-shirt. I got didn't get a, a sticker. I, I got a bumper <laughs> sticker, but I didn't get the official you decal the for the. Window I didn't get the window Come decal. On, that was two hundred dollars, and. It's you want to talk about I mean and I'm small time Bill. This is Motor Trend magazine and mm-hmm. they didn't have anybody there to launch everybody off. So, you know, it is what it is. And and this guy, since he's done shows before, he knows there's one true fact with every show. Hmm. You can never make everybody happy. Oh, that's for sure. It's never gonna be happy. But trust me, we have already discussed all these things before we received your letter. There was already a plan to fix these issues because of the rapid ramp up in participation. And we're looking forward to bigger and, and also Bill tried year. to try something new with the with the car show pro, you know. Uh it was so we could allow the participants and the people to vote on a car. And here's the funny thing the one that actually won the, the people's choice, yep. once again wasn't in my top twenty. And it was the it was a yellow Manx that was clean. Mangster. It was yeah. a Mangster. With the Subi motor. And it was somebody that apparently <coughs> he, knew, he was probably he, telling people, he like, hey, if you about want to judge for my car, if you just hit that QR code right you there, vote for my car. you could vote for my car. And they're like, oh. And they, people probably felt obligated and, and clicked he, on it. And here's he played the game right. Here's the reality. And if you want to if you want to win that people's choice Get yourself thing. some sparklers. Get yourself some girls spinning batons and let everybody just know. Like, shut, if you hit that just, QR code right there on my car, and then you too could get an award. Yeah. 
So, I mean, there's, listen, there's all kinds of. There, and thank you to the gentleman with that letter. We appreciate it. We appreciate feedback, good or bad. Yeah. And he had a lot of good to say. He really praised Bill in the beginning of it. That's cool. I just took offense to the saying that our friends and people associated with my shop and stuff like that, there's literally one car in there. Yeah, the George took bus. that to heart, man. I did. He goes out of oh, his way. I mean, me. he won't even let his wife run the poker run. She should run the poker run. Dude. No, she shouldn't. She should. You guys tell us if we if she should run that poker run. You yeah, let Bill know in the guys... comments, emails, whatever. Would you be cool if someone with the last name Sagrinos won that freaking 15? I know. I'd be I'd be heated if I went I to a place be. and the person that put on their wife won. I, I, and she's up there accepting money like, Wee! I, You'd be like, oh, I this is rigged. I wouldn't, this is rigged. <laughs> I wouldn't because it's too hard. It's too hard to rig something like that. And I, I don't know. I, I mean, I see your point because we've seen that stuff in the past, and and I've had issues. Where, I love my wife, and I want her to win fifteen hundred dollars. Just not here now. I don't want her to do yeah. that show because once again, integrity is everything. And when we're giving away money and giving away trophies or whatever it is, integrity is everything. Yeah. And I want people to know that if you bring your car there, I am judging your car. And I think. Maybe I will step away from that and have to see about getting other people to judge it or something like that because I don't want that that stigma that my homies win. Like to me, that's not cool. Yeah, no, I I agree a hundred percent, and I know that. Like again, I I knew it was gonna strike a nerve with you because you really make it a point to go out of your way to make sure that you do not that no one can you know just again like we talk about like with what your wife says or with your wife not being able to uh, do the poker run to do the poker run you know so but. Um, Guys, we are always going to try and give you a really cool and really fun event. And there's no shadiness. There's no backhandedness. None of that stuff going on. We want everybody to have a blast. That's yeah. all we want. So come out October 3rd through the 5th, 2024 in Las Vegas, Nevada at the Orleans Hotel and Casino. We'll be kicking off one crazy weekend. And we're going to try and add a couple more events during it because obviously the 3rd through the 5th, we're talking about Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So Bill and I are trying to figure out a couple more things that we can add to the mix. Bill really needs to get on the ball because he loves last-minute stuff. He'll be doing it the week before the show trying to get this stuff lined up, and I'm going to try and make sure that we have this stuff dialed in months before the show takes place, that we are ready to rock, and you guys have a great time when you come out here. So make your plans now. Book your rooms. You see at the end of every one of my videos that I'm telling you guys this show is a great time, and you need to be out there when we do it. So Right. So make sure that you guys uh... – don't forget to go subscribe to George's YouTube channel. So he just broke the threshold to. I broke uh, a thousand. I'm at a thousand thirty right now. Right. Boom. So he got and, and George puts a lot of effort and uh, and content that he does out there, making sure that he's got some really good stuff on there. Because we watch people's videos on how to do stuff, and we've tried to think to ourselves like, how could you make that better? Because either the the filming sucks, the detail sucks, they don't go over some stuff, and. George puts his heart and soul on that. So make sure you go subscribe to George's YouTube channel. I'd appreciate it. <clears throat> and it's it's uh, The Wagon on YouTube. So if you search The Wagon. Try to make my videos better. I'll tell you what. I was at Off-Road Buggy. And God bless Off-Road Buggy because they're always rocking my videos in there. And uh, one of my early videos was on there. And it was driving me insane to watch it. Because if you notice my videos, there's really not a lot of dead time, if I'm going to call that. Right. I clip. Literally, if I pause my sentence, I clip it out of there. Like, because... I appreciate everybody who watches the videos. Your time is valuable, and I don't want to waste a second of it. So go to The Wagon on YouTube, The underscore Wagon on YouTube. Go subscribe. Check out some of the videos. Hopefully, I got something on there that you're about to do to your Volkswagen, and I can talk you through it. No, perfect. So 
I wanted to give a shout out to uh, one of the, someone just reviewed the podcast this last Tuesday, and that's Rose Villain. It says, a must listen if you are a fan of George T's brother's cars, or if you like to hear stories huh? about, <coughs> or if you'd like to hear stories about Bill T running out of gas, some serious and not so serious air-cooled VW discussions and interviews with folks that have been there, are there, and will be there in the VW hobby. Thanks, Bill, for educating and entertaining. So that's Rose Villain. And gave us a five-star review, so completely and totally appreciate that. You guys want to get a shout-out, make sure you give us a five-star review. <coughs> Man, I got this stupid cough. Yeah, you do. I'm tickling my throat, bro. Um, so, shout-out to my guy, Rose Villain. Uh, George, anything you want to touch base on before we wrap up over here? I think we've got it covered. I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And... Uh... Be safe out there. Yeah, we didn't even have to. We didn't even have time to do a year in review because we over-explained everything again on this podcast. Oh, that but, uh, poker tour. Well, uh, the, the power tour. Yeah, the power tour kind of soaked up some time. Yeah, time, did. but <clears throat> you know, it's good to get people to. There's a lot. A lot of people going to be. There's a, a group in the Midwest that does the sick week, and they run. There's like five guys that run Volkswagens. Uh, Chuck Fryer. Um, Prescott Phillips, who's on the podcast, and some of those guys, the Beer Panzer guys, mm-hmm. they run that sick week. And these guys are running 11-second street bugs, and uh, they run them, they drive them, they do all that stuff. And yeah, I'm going to have them on the, coming on the podcast here soon. But I encourage you guys in your Volkswagens, man, to get involved in some of these things, especially the Power Tour, because it's not really about speed or performance, but it's more about the Hangout. But it'd be super cool if a lot more VWs were involved in it. Yeah. That's one of the reasons that I did it, instead of talking about it, trying to be about it. So... Who knows? Maybe I inspired somebody else uh, to do it because when I saw AJ and those guys, uh, AJ and Anton doing that uh, death weekend inspired me to do it. So that's how we get there, guys. We inspire each other and go out. And if you don't see enough of these over there, go be one of those over there and do it. and get involved in it. Don't so talk about it. Do it. That's it. So I appreciate uh, appreciate everything. Guys, go follow. Uh, go give me a subscribe on my YouTube channel. Don't forget to share the podcast. Make sure... You guys share this because I love when you share the podcast and it helps us grow organically. And for me, that's one of my favorite things is that people are able to hear the podcast, get some information they didn't know. And if you've got some uh, topics of interest you'd like to hear about, hit me up at Bill at Let's Talk Doves and let me know any people that you'd like to you'd like to have me interview. I've got some people slated coming on here uh, the next little bit. Uh, some old school, some new school, a lot of different people from different walks of life. And uh, I'm looking forward to bringing those out to you. So until next week, guys, later. You probably don't know that there's a new Volkswagen out that doesn't look like a Volkswagen. Volkswagen.